0: Hello and welcome to the, drumroll please, 10th episode Woohoo! Ooh. of um, What the F is Happening. Happy ten! Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm Laura. And I'm Amanda. Woohoo! <laughs> so we're very excited about this episode because um, it is our 10th episode, but I'm especially excited for this episode because we were talking about... One of my favorite things, if not my most favorite thing on this entire planet. Any guesses? Think about it. You got it locked in. Disney! <laughs> Whee! <laughs> and that's probably Amanda's least favorite thing on the
1: entire planet. <laughs> True story. <laughs> At
0: least when it comes to the parks. Disney movies. You like Disney movies. I do.
1: Because they don't have to be around people.
0: Right. You can watch them in the comfort of your own home, in your recliner, with your snacks that you bought from the grocery store Um, that are like $1.99, not $17. My
1: (laughs) snacks that I had somebody else shop for. Right, because I don't (laughs) like people.
0: Because I used Instacart to have my groceries delivered right to my front
1: door. Right.
0: (laughs) Instacart, if you want to sponsor this episode, uh, reach out so we can make something happen. (laughs) Let's make some magic. Hashtag groceries. (laughs) Hashtag. Not sponsored yet. <laughs> so, I, I love everything
1: Disney. I love the parks. I love the movies. What, wait, what, let's start with this. When did you realize, how old were you when you realized that you just absolutely loved the magic of Disney? When I was three years old, I went to Magic Kingdom for the first time. Barf. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know what it was. I went to Disney, we went to Magic Kingdom one day, and then we went to Epcot another day. And, um, <clears throat> I think that Epcot really spoke to me as a child because of the massive ball. I think that as a child, I was like, like, saying. I... <laughs> <laughs> Just one, though. <laughs> I, am um, like, I don't know, like... I wasn't like a super girly, girly girl when I was little. So like the castle was like, okay, it's great. It's Cinderella's castle. (laughs) And then, but we had dinner at Cinderella's Royal Table. And I asked my waitress if I could see Cinderella's bedroom. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you want to see your friend's bedrooms. Like, that's the thing. So, I was like, I want to see Cinderella's bedroom. And I want to be her BFF. And I'm going to go into her room. And, you know, we're going to, like, braid each other's hair. (laughs) And 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 she said,
1: (laughs) no, little girl.
0: (laughs) Then my mom chimes in. And, like, she, she did say no. Because there was it was the apartment like it's Walt's right. apartment but I guess my mom didn't know about that so then mom chimes in and says honestly there probably is no Cinderella's bedroom Wait, like what would have been her bedroom in this castle is probably like a storage closet and I'm like
1: <laughs> wow mom way to kill the dream I mean, if her stepmom had anything to do with it, it was the broom closet. Right. That's, that's true.
0: But the castle's after she married the prince. So, I like, know. stepmom is, like, M.I.A. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. I your mom was like, eh, whatever. She yeah. still lives in the closet. <laughs> so, yeah, but then obviously
0: later in life I learned that, that that was Walt's apartment. Like, that would have been, like, Cinderella's bedroom. And it's actually pretty small. It's um, small. It's just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah and then i got lost at epcot um it was not traumatizing for me it was traumatizing for my family apparently um i don't really remember it all too well i just remember that my we were at a restaurant in epcot and dad got up to pay and my mom my aunt my uncle And two of my cousins were there. So there was a big group of us. And everybody got up with my dad to go pay, apparently. And just left me in the booth. So (laughs) Okay, bye! (laughs) (laughs) uh, I guess dad thought that he was going to go pay and he was going to come back to the table. And everybody else was just like, oh, okay, we're leaving. So they left. And then I, being a three-year-old with probably ADD... Um, i was like hmm i hear singing i hear a pretty woman singing i'm gonna go find the singing (laughs) and in like in my mind i remember seeing dad um like what look a man about his height that looked like him from the back looked like my father i saw this man walking and i thought it was my father so then i ran up to him looked up not dad and then I was like, mm, okay, well, I'll go find the singing anyways. But then my waitress <laughs> found me. <clears throat> and the waitress brought me back to my to my family. And I was just like three years old on an adventure. Aw, with the waitress, though. Yeah. woo props to her. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my dad tipped her extra for that. <laughs> <laughs> and dad was,
1: like, mad that everybody just, like, Left me, but like he left me um, too. Well, yeah, but in his defense, he didn't realize that he was gonna have a mass exodus to the cash <laughs> register. <Right. laughs>
0: and I don't know what um, what restaurant this was at Epcot. Obviously, this was in like 1998 or something. Um, so things have changed. In I know I'm a baby. I know,
1: <laughs> and you're an old lady. I we know. <laughs> Listen, if this makes it any more clear. My grad night at Disney <laughs> was in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, A year after poor little Lost Laura. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, but like none of the restaurants are like that at Disney. When you either, it's quick service where you pay and then you get your food or it's full service sit down where you get your check at the end of your meal. There is no, we eat and then go up to the register to pay anymore. They probably changed that because people were being honest. Probably, where they would just get up and leave. Right. Um, you know, Marca. Um uh, <laughs> the Merkin dream. Oh, <laughs> well, I thought it was included in the entrance fee. <laughs> My bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, you
0: mean that even though I purchased the dining package, I don't actually get to eat for free? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. That's not how this works. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. <laughs> you know what's crazy to think about? is that Disney is, like, centered around, like, magic and letting kids experience magic and letting adults experience magic and it's the happiest place on Earth and the most magical place on Earth and yet all of the Disney princess stories came from, like, morbid stories. Right. Like, really morbid stories. It's kind of crazy to think that, like, Walt built this, like, incredible magical dream on, like, suicide and murder.
1: (laughs) Really? I mean, the little mermaid was a siren.
0: Yeah, you know what sirens do? Yeah. They seduce men and then they kill them. them. Yes! (laughs) Right.
1: So that's why she had such a beautiful voice. And if we're really being serious, the sewage just helped Eric out. <laughs> right? He
0: was just try- she was just trying to save right, him. She was just saving his life. Ursula really is the hero in this exactly. story.
1: <laughs> She's like, "I take your voice away, you can go love on him, but you can't kill him." <laughs> there will be
0: no seducing for you, Missy. Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: but then I think Ursula did get a little bit selfish because then she was like, I'll just turn myself into a beautiful woman and make him marry me. And then all of a sudden Eric's gonna be like, Oh my god, I married an octopus, evil witch lady. <laughs>
1: an octopus <laughs> I mean She is! I know, but it's <laughs> gross.
0: <laughs> so, um Yeah, the original story, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up some stories so we can like look at these because
1: they really are
0: Crazy that Walt, like, built this empire
1: on on morbid and gross stories. Yeah, and so just eliminated, like, the Tim Burton-esque side of things. <laughs> right, But then brought
0: it back in with a Nightmare Before Christmas. It removed the Stephen King of, of, the, of the horrible parts of these fairy tales. And Hans Christian Andersen. Um, okay. The Little Mermaid was written by Hans Christian Andersen. I think and a lot of them were, weren't they? I think most of them were, Yeah. yeah. Um, in the uh original version, Ariel makes a deal with the sea witch, aka Ursula, mm-hmm. in order to become a human and pursue the prince she saved a shipwreck. She mm-hmm. gets a pair of legs in exchange for her tongue. So it's not really her voice, it's her tongue. She takes her whole damn tongue. <clears throat> you can't sing, you can't talk, you can't taste your food anymore, <laughs> <Exactly>. bitch. <laughs> However, part of the deal is that every step she takes with this new pair of legs will feel like walking on shattered glass. If Ariel gets her true love's kiss, she can remain a human, but if she fails, she will die. So, she'll get to marry him, but she'll never be able to talk to him. He'll never hear her voice.
1: Wait, let's go back to the walking on glass thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, not only are you gonna be mute the rest of your life, but every step you take will feel like walking on shattered glass.
1: Right, so for the... Like, is that really, is a man really worth that? <laughs> nope.
0: <laughs> I mean. But when you're 16, do you know that?
1: God bless it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I love my husband, but I don't know that I'm walking on glass the rest of my life.
0: Right. For a, for a man? Right. <laughs>
1: You got me effed up. You must be mistaking me for somebody else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The prince never actually saw Ariel's face when she saved him. So he ends up marrying someone else. The sea witch tells Ariel she can just turn back into a mermaid instead of dying if she kills the prince. Of course, Ariel cannot bring herself to do that because she's in love. (laughs) Instead, (laughs) <clears throat> in um, Dark Han's fashion, she throws herself into the ocean and dissolves into sea foam. Ew! Suicide by sea foam?
1: <laughs> Isn't that the stuff in the fancy restaurants that they put on your plate with your sushi? Sea foam. <laughs> No. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just kidding. I've been watching cooking shows <laughs> where they put stuff in little canisters and they shake it up and they make like whipped cream looking shit out of stuff that's not supposed to be whipped cream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's crab foam. <laughs> Ew, that's
0: gross. Like you look, you think it's whipped cream or something, but it tastes like freaking crabs. Wait, why is
1: there whipped cream on my plate with my sushi? No, no, that's crab foam. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although... No, nope, no, nope, Don't even say it.
0: Not the texture, but maybe... Like, the flavor of crab in my sushi tastes good. But I don't know that I'd like the texture. No.
1: <laughs> no. no, that's just wrong. Like, <laughs> visually, it would mess with your brain. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think so. Because you're looking at it, expecting one thing, and then you taste it, and... it's uh, Well, and like... Like
0: Foamy crab. Anyways, <laughs> anywho,
1: um,
0: I think that one of the Disney movies that, even though it was Disneyfied, um, if you will, it was still pretty dark, and that's the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, that is a very dark movie. It really is. And I didn't watch it until I was an adult, and I'm kind of glad that that happened because, as a child, I feel like my depression would
1: have been like fast tracked it really doesn't send the best message when it comes to like somebody being different
0: right like he didn't deserve to be in society society completely rejected him he was only good for the most mundane of tasks and he could never be with the beautiful woman like esmeralda because he was so ugly and different right yeah it really having the name quasimodo really doesn't help either just call him q (laughs) <laughs> or quasi. What's up, cute? What's up, quasi?
1: <laughs> bringing the belt today. you <laughs> be like, I always do." I do have to say though, like I used to, um <coughs> I used to want hair like Esmeralda.
0: Oh my god, I know. And then now I'm mm-hmm. like, thank God I don't. Right,
1: it'd be too hot
0: <laughs> and too much to mm-hmm. take care of. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, I have a tangle in it. Let's just chop it off. Yeah,
1: right, <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Bye bye, ma. Get your grinding shears. <laughs> and there was a weed whacker. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> that sounded like a staple gun or a nail gun. <laughs> well, <laughs> what kind of weed whacker do you have? <laughs> <one's doing murder>. <laughs> 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 So, okay, the original story of The Hunchback of Notre Dame, um, was originally a novel. Um, it's about the hunchback named Quasimodo, who grew up in Notre Dame Cathedral, raised by an archdeacon named Frello. Frello is a little bitch.
1: Yeah, he was a nasty, nasty he was, man. He was a
0: very nasty man. And you know, it also does give a, the, the wrong message about um, the people who are in the church. Like, people who actually are, like, supposed to be worshiping God and, like, you know, Christians or Catholic, they're not supposed to be like that. He's a bad example. We do not claim him. <laughs> <laughs> bad man, bad man. God <laughs> might claim him, but we do not. <laughs> So, Quasimodo and Frollo both fell in love with the same woman Esmeralda, which is controversial that a man of the church would fall in love with a gypsy. Oh, yeah. At the end of the film, Quasimodo pushed Frollo the villain off the roof of the cathedral, killing him. Murder! It's already uncharacter- uncharacteristically morbid for Disney, but the original novel by Victor Hugo has an even worse ending for the protagonists. For those of you who don't know what that is, that means the good people in the story. Quasi and Esmeralda. In Hugo's story, Frollo framed Esmeralda for attempting murder, and she was sentenced to be hanged. Quasimodo still pushed Frollo off of a roof, but it was because Frollo was laughing at Esmeralda's hanging. He fell in love with her, but then he's laughing at her being... Whatever we've already established that this was not a good man <laughs> quasi then goes to esmeralda's grave and refuses to leave her so he ultimately dies of starvation there hugo's book did not end happily for anyone so it's kind of like uh romeo and juliet i
1: know why why is a raider though i mean
0: a tortured man who fell in love with the woman and didn't get the woman that he wanted so then he wrote a book about it and it turned it real morbid I don't know right like there's no like no happy
1: ending for anybody
0: right everybody dies I mean at
1: least in the Disney movie there's Esmeralda gets like what the what's the dude's name The uh... oh the with the
0: puffy shirt and he's yeah, got yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. the and the, then they're, they're friends, friends
1: with Quasimodo and all that and stuff.
0: right 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 but Quasi still didn't get the girl right because he's ugly by societal standards. <laughs> <clears throat> Pop quiz. Do you know who the first Disney princess was? Very, very first. Snow White. Yeah. So that's the next story on this on this list. Snow you know, White. and
1: Snow White's been done a lot of times besides just the Disney cartoon. Like oh. They've yeah. done like Snow White and the Huntsman. The
0: Huntsman with um what the heck is her name? From Twilight? Yeah, but like the actual, the real. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. (laughs) Kristen Stewart's not a great actor, in my opinion, but in that movie, she did really good. It did like, because she was supposed to be reserved. So, as long as you give Kristen Stewart roles where she's supposed to be reserved, I feel like she does well with the role. And she looked very beautiful as a
1: pale skinned, red lipped lady. Yeah, she can be. Um, She can be very pretty. Yeah.
0: Maybe she should try some modeling. (laughs) 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 Uh, right. (laughs) So, Snow White was originally written by Brothers Grimm. And um, she does get a happily ever after in the original story. Um, After the evil queen failed two attempts to personally kill snow white she finally decided to try out the poison apple so the poison apple was not the first attempt it seemed to work but then the prince swooped in with true love's kiss to save her (laughs) in the end of this dark disney story snow white and the prince are still married however the evil queen is at the wedding and her punishment is that she has to dance around in iron hot shoes burning her feet until she dies even princesses get their revenge
1: that's the Brothers Grimm version. Yeah, well, yeah, that was definitely not the Disney movie. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I about that part. But even my parents were like, nope, you can't watch this." You know, I have a distinct memory though of and I don't I don't remember a lot of things like back when I was young, young. Yeah. But I have a distinct memory. There was there is no longer a building there, but there was a theater that sat right on a corner. Okay. And the daycare that I was at at the time, I I was in preschool, so I was probably four.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, We took a little field trip to go see Snow White at this little dinky theater. I think it had, like, two theaters in it, but the movie that we went to see was Snow White. Was it The Valerie? No. Okay. Um, No. Um, It was in uh, River. Oh, okay. Um, But anyways, the movie was Snow White. And I remember... (laughs) I were little little kids like sitting in this movie theater watching this Snow White movie and all of a sudden um the film in the projector I guess started to like separate so all you see on the screen is like the scene of the movie and then all of a sudden you see like it like white spots in it as like the the film starts to separate and it was a little while after that before I even asked to watch that movie because it really freaked me out yeah (laughs) I was like that's a scary movie why is it doing that (laughs) what's happening (laughs) yeah that is um a little terrifying yeah especially when you're like a little kid yeah. As an adult, you'd be like, "Fix it! <laughs> right. what, what? What's happening? Pause the tape! Right. <laughs> Fix this, or give me a refund!" Right. But as a kid, you're
0: like, like the "Mommy, <laughs> <laughs> the movie's being eaten by a disease. <laughs> 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 it's got leprosy." <laughs> so it's been a very long time since I've watched Pinocchio, and if I'm being honest, I've, I only think I've ever watched it like maybe twice. <laughs>
1: Okay, so it has been a long time since I've seen it. I've seen it, I've seen it multiple times, um, because I used to work in daycare. So You're right, like when the kids would have,
0: it freaked me out that like a wooden boy was like alive and talking.
1: As a, as a child, I was like, this is weird. I don't remember it as a child. I remember it as a young adult. Okay, um, <laughs> but I still, there are parts in it that I I don't understand even how like they would happen. Like when he went to the island with the. The cigars and all that stuff when he ran away. Like, I just...
0: Yeah, I don't remember that at all. I'm like, why? How? <laughs> Who let
1: this happen?
0: <laughs> um, so this says, When people visualize Pinocchio, they see a sweet young puppet with a desire to be a real boy. I do remember that. I'm, like, I- I'm a real boy. Yeah. <laughs> the Disney movie tells the tale of his adventures with his friend and advisor Jiminy Cricket. We love Jiminy Cricket. He's a real pal. And how they ultimately led him to his dream of becoming a human. The original creator of Pinocchio, Carlo... Collodi? Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Was hoping for a different image. Carlo created the character for a serial story in Italian newspapers with the goal of showing kids the consequences of being bad. His Pinocchio was cruel and mischievous. His Jiminy Cricket was only referred to as Talking Cricket. And when the Cricket tried to give Pinocchio some good advice, the Puppet Boy killed him with a mallet. Damn, dude. Poor Jiminy. That's not right at all. (laughs) Pinocchio is constantly tortured in different ways throughout the story. All punishment for bad behavior. Collodi initially ended the tale with Pinocchio's death by hanging, but because of an outcry from fans, Collodi was forced to continue, so he decided Pinocchio's life would be spared in exchange for even more gruesome punishments from that point forward. And it just kind
1: of stops there. So what you're saying is this dude was sadistic.
0: Very. And there's even- there's some imagery. Oh,
1: and it's just a like a
0: little doodle drawing of, of Pinocchio hanging from a tree.
1: Mm. Mm. Loverly.
0: <laughs> um, <clears throat> poor Pinocchio. Right? Well, you know what? I feel like it's his creator's fault for creating such a mischievous little boy. Well, Geppetta just wanted a kid. <laughs> That's not how you make kids, dude. well there are better ways (laughs) but then it probably was a good thing that he didn't have any kids if that's how he would treat his child
1: yeah dude that guy is messed up I mean (laughs) to say the least (laughs) yeah I mean like full on like serial sadistic nasty person yeah who is your favorite um, Disney
0: princess.
1: My favorite.
0: <laughs> yeah, favorite.
1: Hmm. I feel like Moana. Okay, I do love Moana, but
0: maybe I should have specified who's your favorite, like out of the original Disney princesses. <clears throat> so, like Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. Jasmine, Mulan,
1: uh Snow White. Listen, Mulan, because she was a badass and she wasn't a whiny bitch like some of the others. <laughs> she didn't need a
0: man. She became the freaking man. Exactly. <laughs> she took charge. and right. She took care. She of said, her. "You ain't gonna take my old decrepit dad to war. I'm going." Right. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. And she cut her hair with a sword. You know how much coordination that would take to not cut your own head off? Girl power. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Mulan is a good one. Um, you know who my least favorite is? Mm. Sleeping Beauty. She's Ooh. a freaking moron.
1: Well, and all the bitch does is sleep the whole fucking movie.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So she's a baby and she has uh she has this curse put on her, okay? <clears throat> And they tell her on her 16th birthday, she's going to prick her finger on a spindle. Don't you think that you would tell this child, hey, on your 16th birthday, stay away from spindles, okay?
1: Common sense does not run rampant in Disney movies. True. <laughs> that is true. But listen, I love the, the freaking fairies.
0: Oh, I do love the fairies and the cake. I love cake. And the dress and the dress, like when they're like, <laughs> blue, pink, blue, blue pink. pink. <laughs> and it ends up being like indigo right (laughs) it's purple (laughs) and then aurora's
1: like can y'all chill for a sec (laughs) Yeah, but then she pricks her damn finger and she sleeps through the rest like half the uh, the rest of the movie right (laughs) so yeah i mean titled princess taking a nap <laughs> sleeping on
0: the job <laughs> that's, 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 i mean that's how i like to solve all my problems
1: i nap. just take a nap
0: <laughs> wake me up when the problem has resolved itself <laughs> thank you <laughs> so in disney's sleeping beauty um it's a classic tale of a princess in distress she's not in distress she's sleeping and the prince who comes gallantly to her rescue gallantly gallantly, gallantly. okay my bad <laughs> The original 17th century Italian tale has similar beginnings. The princess, named Talia, pricked her finger on a spindle and was sent into a deep sleep, probably because it was poison, fulfilling an earlier prophecy. <clears throat> the rest of Talia's story is too gruesome to be a children's tale. The man who came to Talia's quote-unquote rescue is a king, not a prince. The king's kiss did not awake Talia. He insisted... No, he instead gathers the fruits of her love. So he rapes her while she's sleeping. Which is a nicer way of saying he raped her while she slept. Yes, okay. (laughs) Well, look at that. (laughs) Nine months later, she gave birth to twins. So not only did he rape her, but he got her pregnant and she slept through her entire pregnancy. How did she birth them? If she's sleeping. I guess her body just naturally went into contractions and she gave
1: birth. Or whatever c-section maybe i don't that's weird that's messed up this what is wrong with these people i don't know one
0: of them sucked the splinter from her finger waking her up talia and the king fall in love that's some stockholm syndrome shit and but the king (laughs) is still married he's still married to somebody else his queen orders the twins to be kidnapped cooked and fed to the unknowing king luckily she fails the moral of the story was lucky people, so tis said, are blessed by fortune, whilst in bed.
1: That wasn't fortune, she was raped! Listen, that's like <laughs> fatal attraction shit when she boils a damn bunny. <laughs> but they're children! I know! <laughs> that's right. You think- cheated on me, now I'm gonna make you eat your, your bastard children? <laughs> Tell me... That
0: mental health issues is a recent problem.
1: Uh, 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 uh. This is from the 17th century, okay? Tell me crazy runs in your family without telling me crazy runs in your family. (laughs) No wonder he didn't reproduce with you. (laughs) Oh my god. Although he's no better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fornicating with a sleeping person, (laughs) basically in a coma.
0: Right. I'm going to take advantage. That's like taking advantage of a girl when she's drunk. And then getting her pregnant with twins. But then she has to wake up and deal with the pregnancy. At least Talia got to sleep through the whole thing. And she's so oh she wakes up and it's just like, there's a child sucking on my finger. Yeah, ma'am, that's yours. <laughs> what about this other one? Yeah, that one's yours too. <laughs> How long was I asleep? That was a really good nap. <laughs> uh, by
1: the way. But then,
0: but then to think that like, Then you meet the king, who did this to you, and you're like, they love you! Let's get married! (laughs) Yeah, that's super logical. Makes perfect sense. You bastard! (laughs) Never touch me again! (laughs) But also, let's get
1: married. (laughs) I I hate you so much, I love you! (laughs) Well, here's the thing, uh... I can't marry you (laughs) because I'm still married. (laughs) Oh, man. Morals, what are
0: those? (laughs) So this is the one that Disney is based upon, okay? Cinderella, Cinderella.
1: She is the hallmark of Disney. Right, and it's been, that movie has been remade in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. The original was from 1882. Okay, so is
0: that one Brother's Grimm? Uh, um, let's see if it says on this article. <clears throat> it may. S- oh, yes, it is Brother's Grimm. Okay. Yes, you're right. Okay, so when Disney's Cinderella 2 came out in 2002, it turned out that Cinderella's evil stepsisters weren't as evil as they were shown in the first movie. One of them, Anastasia, was even featured having her own love interest with a baker, a relationship encouraged by Cinderella. The fate given to the stepsisters by the brothers Grimm was not so forgiving. In that fairy tale, the two girls cut off different parts of their feet and attempt to fit into the glass slipper. Yes.
1: I remember that.
0: Yeah, that's morbid. You know that that was like a thing in like old Chinese culture too. Oh yeah, they
1: would foot binding. Yeah, and then but they would
0: like cut toes, off their toes,
1: or they would they would bind <coughs> them from a young age, and their foot would literally form where their toes were curled under. That's crazy because
0: because yeah. small feet were considered more beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Beauty standards suck, button. yeah, they do <laughs> 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 because. If a man won't marry me because my feet are not small enough for his liking, Listen, I will tell him what I will do with said foot. Let's talk about feet size. Your
1: feet are tiny compared to mine. Yeah, well,
0: true. I mean, like, I do have very small feet. I can wear children's shoes as an adult, but I also am, like, of average height, so I don't need to have, like, clompers. Whereas you're, not that you have clompers, but you I do have clompers. My feet are <laughs> you're, big. You're taller than me, so you need more foot- <laughs>
1: I, I should be even taller based on my shoe size. But... <laughs> well, it just helps with
0: balance, you know? Like Which I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, <laughs> maybe your feet are too big and that's why you have that. Maybe saying. you should bind your feet and see if it helps. I'm good.
1: <laughs> like my toes where they are.
0: <laughs> okay, so some doves swooped in to show the prince the blood on the shoe so he would not be fooled. Okay. At the end of the story, the stepsisters attend Cinderella's wedding, only to have their eyes pecked out by the doves who had betrayed them earlier. Damn, damn. <laughs> 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 um, I really thought that um, the original story of. Um, Rapunzel was on here also, but it's not. But I will find that one.
1: You know, the probably one of my favorite, like, tellings of Cinderella, though, is Ever After. I don't know that I've seen that one. Drew Barrymore is in it, and she plays um, the Cinderella character. Okay. <clears throat> um... And it's just a, it's a very good telling of it. Um, It kind of combines a little bit of the, the Brothers Grimm Mm -hmm. side of things with the happy fantasy type of Disney side of it. And I think it's a good mesh of the two. Um, okay. And in Ever After, um, one of the stepsisters is bad. One of the other stepsister is good. Kind of just following suit with the with her. Oh, okay. Yes.
0: Yeah. Impressionable. She's, right.
1: So she's not really. She doesn't really agree with what's going on, but that's all she knows. She's not stopping anywhere. Right. Okay. <clears throat> um. But it's a it's a very good telling. Hmm.
0: Maybe I'll have to watch it. So, I don't, um, I can't really find, like, a, like, a just a synopsis of, um, oh, maybe I did find one. I think I spoke too soon. <clears throat> so, the story of Rapunzel is based on the tragic life of St. Barbara, who was thought to have lived in the third century. So, the true story of Rapunzel is thought to be about a young woman in Italy named Barbara, who was so beautiful that her father locked her away in a tower. So no men could get to her. Though many asked for her hand in marriage, Barbara dedicated herself to God and a newfound Christian faith and refused them all. See, another thing. We don't claim that. God said, go forth and be fruitful. So, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're not going to lock our children away up in towers.
1: We don't claim that. (laughs) I mean... Sometimes (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> when they're driving me crazy, okay, but, I will lock them in a tower. But I'm sure if a
0: if a young, you know, well mannered, wealthy suitor came for your daughter's hand in marriage, you'd be like, please take her away, please. <laughs> Finally, someone else's problem. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, and now I have an ad that's popped up on the article, and I don't know how to get rid of it. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. Um. Apparently, her father was pagan and not uh, pleased about her Christianity. Story goes that when she prayed for help, when he drew his sword on her, God created a hole in the tower for her to escape. I have not heard this version of the story. No. Um, this is not the version I know. The version that I know that's the, like, the original story of Rapunzel is that, um... I don't know if it was her mother or if it was, like, an evil witch kind of... I think it was an evil witch still. Like, like the story of Tangled, who, like, kidnapped her and locked her away and pretended to be her mother, and then, um, found out that Rapunzel had been using her hair to let the prince up, and she gets pregnant by the prince, or prince, or something.
1: So, I don't remember. A man.
0: He was a man. <laughs> and was a guy. And so he's been sneaking up into her tower. She gets pregnant. And then whoever's keeping her in the tower finds out and cuts uh, Rapunzel's hair off and kicks her out basically. Sends her into the woods. And then <clears throat> when the prince comes back he climbs up the hair, realizes that it's not Rapunzel, gets pushed out of the window and lands face first into a briar patch and goes blind because the thorns stick him in the eyes and he goes blind. Um, and then he wanders in the woods for like many years and then finally, eventually one day, finds Rapunzel and his un- his child that's been born and has like is like six years old or something now. But then they, you know, they're reunited and it's happy and they get married and they live happily ever after. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> hmm. Wild. Just absolutely wild.
1: <laughs> you know what I think is a Disney movie that doesn't get recognized enough? Um. Is Robin Hood. Oh
0: yeah. The only Robin Hood movie that I really know is the one with the fox. Yeah. That's like, is that the, like, the original original? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been a very long time since I've seen it, but it was a cute movie.
1: I know. I I mean, that one, I think that one just gets, like, overlooked a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of Disney mm-hmm. movies, really, that look get overlooked. <clears throat> yeah, The Great Mouse Detectives is one. Mm-hmm. Aristocats. I love that movie. Yeah.
0: And, um, what's the one with the... They're, like, mice and they, they're the rescuers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. So, the first one, when I was a kid and I watched it, that one kind of freaked me out a little bit. And I think some of it was, like, the animation. Well, it's also very suspenseful for a children's movie. Right. But the second one, when they're in Australia, like, I absolutely love that one. Yeah. <clears throat> they're really cute
0: movies. Mm-hmm. They do have a really good plot. Um, that was one of the movies that, like, in school... When I was in school and we would have a, a like a substitute day or like a movie
1: day, we would warp some rescuers. Yeah. <laughs> Kelsey's like one of her favorites is mm-hmm. Ratatouille. I do love that movie. And that rat is the cutest freaking rat on the entire planet. I feel like when that movie came out, like, a bunch of people, like, were buying their kids rats as pets.
0: (laughs) Mom, why isn't he cooking for me? (laughs) I bought him a chef hat, but he won't keep it on. (laughs) He's not chopping things. He's not a rat. He's a brat. (laughs) I want a new one. It's, like, freaking... Walk on the chocolate factory, father. I want the squirrel, <laughs> I want it now. now. <laughs> and he's like, I think that father, after spending the whole day with his daughter, which he probably had never spent a whole day with his daughter before in his entire life, no. realized how much of a brat his daughter was and was like, I have got to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you guys want to go and uh, read these stories yourself, it is from the website called all that's interesting.com it's their dark disney stories two. so i think that there is a dark disney stories one probably and that one probably tells um the story of um rapunzel a little bit better than i did um you know i i'm not one to to gatekeep my sources so <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you want some improvising fake toys something else the disney origin stories. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So, let's go back to the theme parks. Okay. Um, if you had to pick, out of all the parks, one ride that was your favorite. Oh, I already know the answer to this question. What is it? It is Flight
0: of Passage at Animal Kingdom. That ride, it is, it's newer, it's so innovative, it is not like any other ride that there is at Disney. So, It's, it's a simulated ride, <clears throat> and you're not in a seat like a normal ride. You're kind of like, you straddle like a motorcycle kind of situation. Okay. And then instead of like a bar that restrains you in, you actually have restraints that come up on the back of your legs and on your back. So you're like very secure in this thing. It's not like, it doesn't make you feel claustrophobic. It makes you feel really secure. Um, and the whole premise of the ride is that it's from the Avatar movie, And you are a human who has been linked to an avatar, and you're riding on the back of a banshee doing your flight of passage. Um, So it feels like you're flying. And it takes you through different scenes, and there's like a cave, and it like lights up, and then you like fly over things, you go through like this battle scene, and oh my gosh, it's, it's so much fun. Don't hate me. Huh. I've never watched Avatar. So I watched it once, and I absolutely hated the movie. Oh, did you? I did not follow that movie. Like, but there are people that are like, it's
1: such a good movie. There's a new one coming out. I can't wait really to see it. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, I don't get the hype.
0: To me, I maybe I was too young when I watched it because I was a teenager, but it just wasn't for me. I,
1: I had such a hard time follow. I was like, what is this movie about? Yeah, I mean, that's... I. <laughs> I have tried to convince myself, like, to turn it on and watch it, uh-huh. but I always find something, even if it's something I've watched, like, 50 times, like, I'm like, oh, this is better <laughs> right? <laughs> than
0: i watch something again. I would rather watch My Big Fat Greek Wedding for the millionth time right. than watch Avatar again. And I think a big part of it is that it's such a long movie, and the plot is so slow.
1: Yeah, I don't even know what it's
0: about. I just know that there's a bunch of blue people. <laughs> it's their avatars. <laughs> and then I know that there's, like... Because of the ride, like, the, they were doing research. So it's, a lot, like, a lot of research. And the queue for that ride is also very cool. Because it's like you're going through the science lab of, um... Like, when they were doing research research on the avatars. So you're, like, going through the lab. <clears throat> and the ride is just... It's incredible. And it's it's massive, okay? There are... I think three different theaters mm-hmm. maybe there's six different theaters and they're each three stories and three sections worth of like people so each ride holds i want to say like 160 people or something like like it's wow. massive and so if you're gonna ride this ride and you're only gonna get to ride it once don't ruin it for you. Just enjoy the ride experience. But if this is a ride that you can ride more than once your second or third time, when you're like out in front of the screen, because like you go from inside of the, like where you sit down when you first get in the ride, mm-hmm. the whole, it's a, you're like, there's like 11 bikes or something like that, 10 bikes right. in a row. And the whole platform moves forward so you get closer to the screen. So you're like suspended in air, basically, on this platform. <clears throat> it sounds crazy but you don't even realize what's happening unless you look to the side so like if you (laughs) you, yeah so like if you get motion sick don't do that but if you look to the side you'll literally see like rows and rows of people and if you're in the middle section like either way you'll just look and see like tons of people and like there's people above you there's people below you like it's crazy it's crazy there's so many people on on one ride and the first time I ever rode it I was with um an old friend um He's the reason why I ended up getting my annual pass in the first place. And, um... The the wait time for that ride is always astronomically long. So... Aren't they all? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, it was actually only an hour. Because it's usually, like, two hours long. 120 minutes or something ridiculous. And, um... It was only, like, 65 minutes. we're like, let's hop in line. So, we get in line. We get on the ride and like when you're in the bike thing and you're like once the backer street comes up, you're also pressed up against um, the ride, like on your stomach. Mm-hmm. And when it's like, you know, quote unquote, linking you, there's like little like vibrations, so it like vibrates your tummy. Mm-hmm. And I hate that sensation. <laughs> and the more that this was happening, I was like, okay, when's the ride gonna start? <laughs> I'm
1: gonna I don't need you to stop. I don't <laughs> like
0: this feeling. <laughs> and we're sitting there, and we're sitting there, and then next thing you know, we hear a cast member go, "Okay, restaging," and I'm like. Crap, the ride isn't working.
1: <laughs> That's why we was short. <laughs> so we get up,
0: we get back on the ride, we get halfway through, and it's the part where I said it gets into the cave, and it's, like, really pretty, and it lights up. Mm-hmm. And then the ride stopped. and I was like, oh. I was like, well, that was fun, but it's a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. And then I hear the cast member go, restaging. Again, I was like, oh, that wasn't everything. So third time's a charm, we're finally... <laughs> We don't have to wait an hour every time. When they do restaging, they immediately, like, you were next in line. So you just immediately get to, like, skip the line and, and ride.
1: God bless those poor people that were waiting on you. I know. <laughs> it's not my fault, but... <laughs> so,
0: finally, a third time's a charm. We got to ride it, like, all the way through. And thank God it actually worked because right after the, the cave part is my favorite part. Where there's, like, a whale sort of creature... That you see that comes out of the water and, like, splashes down. And then there's, like, one of those huge, like, um, waves that makes the tunnel. And you get to fly through the tunnel. And that's my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, this is amazing. This is what it feels like to surf, for sure.
1: (laughs) I have not been to Animal Kingdom. I want to say since I was probably... I don't know 15 16 well and that's when they were first building it so there and was, there was like, like nothing to do there no
0: yeah there's hardly anything to do there now but yak and yeti restaurant they have an appetizer it is massive it's ahi tuna nachos <laughs> yak and yeti I love that <laughs> I mean it's a great name it really is and the food is so good and there are ahi tuna nachos you get a mountain of nachos for 20 bucks and if you are Disneying on a budget, you could feed your whole family with that. If they like spicy food, you could feed the whole f- a family of four. You could also Sure, my husband. Well, true. Unless you're unless you've got somebody in your family that's an endless pit. But still, I mean, it really is enough food for four people for twenty bucks. Nice. And usually, you can join the walk-up list, and it's like a, a thirty-minute wait or so. That's what Julia and I do. We usually get to Disney in the afternoon because we both like to sleep and take our time getting there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, or just avoid it. I mean, like I. Do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, but then we'll get we'll get to Animal Kingdom. We'll go straight to Yak and Yeti. We'll get our name on the list, and then depending on how long the wait is, we will either just go get a cup of coffee or we'll go ride one ride and then come back. Um. And you got to ride dinosaur. Dinosaur is just tried and true. It's a great ride. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Because I will probably never go again. I know. I, I used up my one time. Yep. I don't know. I might be able to convince you to go again if, it was, if I was like, I have cancer. This is my dying wish. <laughs> 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 but I'm not wishing, my, not wishing that on myself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. Uh, it solidified. Our last trip there solidified my.
0: Well, we also went mm-hmm. during summer break. Still Or winter no, break. Winter. I mean, yeah. yeah. Which is the worst time to go to Disney. It's horrible.
1: Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. Can't do it. Terrible. Listen, Marna.
0: And I'm just like, I'll go to Disney every day of the week. This oh, this is I'm
1: paying two hundred dollars for a ticket to stand in line and wait.
0: Well, that's why I got an annual pass. <laughs> it makes it
1: worth it. So, you guys tell us, do
0: you love Disney? Do you hate Disney? Are you indifferent to Disney? Right. Do you have a favorite park? Do you have a favorite ride? What are your thoughts on Disney? Share them with us at underscore what the F is happening on good old Instagram.
1: And if you're like me and you despise the amount of people you have to deal with <laughs> in a theme park. You're my people.
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like I do too. It's just the the amount of fun that
1: I have at Disney outweighs the crowds for me. I guess I just don't... Well, and we have a different perspective on it. Because you can enjoy as many times as you want. So you don't have right. to feel rushed. Right. When you have a day ticket and this is like
0: you know, you gotta go. Like, I did that with my Aunt Donna when she came to visit. <clears throat> we went to Disney. We did three parks, and one day we did nine rides. We got up at the crack of dawn to make it there, like, close to opening, and we were dead at the end of the day. Well, my when we... My shoelace came untied. I bent over to tie it, and I said, Aunt Donna, can you tie my shoe for me? My back won't move.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when we went, we were up and they are at the parks, like at opening. Yeah, we rope dropped. Yeah. And I mean, we did get to ride a lot, but your children walk so freaking slow. I wanted to pick your son up. Well, I think he was exhausted oh, because head. he did not sleep the night before. Very well, he well. insisted in sleeping in the bed with me. Yeah, he's. <laughs> and he is so bad about falling asleep. So then when we woke him up early, he was like, oh,
0: what is happening? Yeah. I wanted to be like, here, here's a freaking cup of
1: coffee. Let's go. <laughs> but that doesn't work for him. No. Cause he's got ADHD. Right. It's a total opposite effect.
0: <laughs> right. So it's like, what do I need to get? I need to give him a melatonin to make him. <laughs> Who knows?
1: <laughs> what does it take to get you moving? <laughs> I do have to say though, the, what is the one we did in the, the old Chinese theater?
0: Oh, that was um making a mini train railway. Yeah, that I, was the one that he really
1: wanted to ride. Yeah, that one was pretty cute. It, it was is. really cute. It's a I cute remember movie. that what it like that being something different.
0: Um, yeah, it was the Great Movie Ride. Yes. And I got my annual pass right after they closed it to refurbish it to make and Minnie's Runaway railway.
1: Yeah, I remember um, it being the Great Movie Ride.
0: And that was Julia's favorite ride. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember the old stuff, but you actually got to experience the Indiana Jones Yeah, I just did that recently, because it just
0: reopened recently from the pandemic. Yeah, and
1: see, and I remember that from going when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, and I've only ever seen, like, the very beginning where the ball is rolling, Mm -hmm. and he, like, gets crushed by it, and then immediately
1: after that, it turns into, like, a behind-the-scenes thing, and I was like, oh, I had no idea that this is what this was, and it was really cool, and it's, like, interactive, and... Yeah, um, yeah, see, I remember that stuff from when I was, when I used to go when I was a kid. Yeah. But Next
0: time we go, I want to sit, like, front row. And it was crazy is that we were, like, in the second... We were pretty close to the, to the top. Yeah. And when there's, like, the fire, you could feel the heat from the fire being all the way up at the top. I want to be like, I want to be in the fire. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I um, I told the kids, like, that was that was it. You guys, when you're adults, can take yourselves. <laughs> right, or, like,
0: when they're old enough... Um.
1: They can come with me if they can like buy their own tickets. I'll go with them. Or Have fun. yeah, <laughs> I really feel like Kelsey is with me. Like I feel like she's probably like One and done anti theme park. Good yeah, because yeah. the only other time that we took them was for her fourth birthday. Right. So of course they were like, oh, we can't ask then because they were little. <laughs> <laughs> but Colton, I, I mean, I feel like Colton will go again. But Kelsey, I feel like like she's like me. She's like done.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited for Tron to open up. At um, Magic Kingdom because it's the same kind of thing where you're sitting on the bike and you have that those restraints and like being that secure in it even though it is technically a roller coaster I feel like I really enjoy that one and I still haven't ridden Guardians of the Galaxy and I really want to ride that one but when a ride is like brand new and now they're doing this like virtual queue thing it's so hard
1: to get on that ride I don't I don't even I don't think I even knew there was a Guardians of the Galaxy it ride. just
0: opened a few months ago
1: it's it's just a yeah. baby is it at a <laughs> It's that one's at Epcot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> huh. It's kind of an odd place to put that one.
0: It was. Um. It was something else. So they already had the building. Ah, oh, I see. So they're just like repurposing the building, basically. Gotcha. Um. But it's. A 70s different... Like, different 70s songs, like, disco, mm-hmm. or, like, you know. And every time you ride, you're supposed to have a different song, but I feel like they favor songs. Well, that's because, like, <clears throat> that's what Star-Lord would listen to. Right. Yeah. But now they have, because of the holidays, they're doing, like, a holiday mix, which I'm indifferent
1: to. Oh, any Crickets. <laughs> Why? I, Why do you have to shove Christmas music down our throats the whole month? <laughs> <laughs> because some of us aren't Scrooges, Amanda. Listen, I put my tree up, okay? <laughs> you were there. You fought with the lights with me. I know. <laughs> Oh,
0: but we did it. And we did when we did it without a man for the most part. Right. He just hung two ornaments on the top that we couldn't reach. And the angel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> two ornaments and the and angel. Alright, well thank you for joining us today. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys next
1: Monday. Yeah, and don't forget hit us up on Instagram underscore What the F is happening.
0: Woohoo! And answer our Q and A on Spotify if you're a Spotify listener. And um, thank you for joining us on our tenth episode. Woohoo! Wee. can't wait to uh, hear what you guys have to say. So until uh, next time, adios.